Hey friends, it's another shower episode. <laughs> and the start of a great episode. Make it one for my baby and one for the road. I need to stop being such a huge piece of shit. I'm getting in the shower. It's 12 o'clock. I've literally just woke up again because I stayed up. Call of Duty is ruining my life. <laughs> my duty should be... <laughs> I just dropped you properly in the shower. I mean, dropped. I mean, thankfully, hang on, I'm going to just wipe the mic. It's going to sound horrible. Thankfully, the iPhone is waterproof. But that was not great. I was balancing you on the edge. And I messed up the proportions of balance. Well, I caught you using my foot, which I admit, a little bit, and then dropped you on the shower floor. Anyway, so I'm in the shower. I'm brushing my teeth, but I've got a great story to tell. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. I'm going to get the teeth brushing out of the way first, because then I can focus on telling you the story. And the story is good. It's worth hearing. Make it one for my baby. And one for What I'm doing now is I'm brushing with intensity so that it'll be done quicker. Don't worry. We're seconds away. Oh, uh, uh. okay, I'm done. So, what's been going on? Yesterday, we watched, uh, I went for a big walk. Mm. I got a little gummy problem. I had a pain in my gum there. I'll brush my teeth too fast. Anyway, so we uh <laughs> what a shit start, it's brutal, isn't it? I don't know how to put you through it sometimes. Surprised anybody still listens. Thanks for sticking with me. Anyway. I went for a walk, a decent walk, and uh, nearly slipped over, I think at last count it was 857 times, but I'm still alive. We watch, uh, Joshua finished the last Harry Potter book, so as you know, we were watching the two films, we watched one the day before, and the last one yesterday, so that's done. Not bad really, we intended to watch them over December, and we got finished in the first 10 days of January. <laughs> But a lot of things are like that, aren't they? That's life. Life gets in the way. Even when you've got literally nothing to do and the world is closed, sometimes you still feel busy. I've launched my new idea for a show. Remember I said I was going to be doing tricks out of books? Well, I've expanded it now and I've told everybody what the full thing is on social media because that, the idea came to me. So I'm basically bringing back the lockdown live stream that I used to do 
but there was like with variety acts and did interviews and I'm going to make it more focused on magic and magicians and I'm going to get magic guests on and I'm going to um, do tricks and performances and review playing cards and a real mix of stuff and I'm going to post it on my two different pages, my personal and my professional but I'm also going to share it in loads of magic groups and stuff as well so that should be good really but it's going to be very focused on magic if you're a magician I think you'll like it of course I realised yesterday that I don't have to do this nobody's making me I could just do nothing but that seems impossible I can't ever just do nothing got to be doing something and usually the something that I end up doing is not what I should be doing but anyway let's talk about yesterday now this stems back to a game of Call of Duty, but it's actually a story about a magic show. I play Call of Duty with a guy called Elliot. Elliot Bibby. He's a magician from Scotland, and he's a great magician actually. Very talented, charismatic, funny performer, and he doesn't shy away from doing technically difficult or interesting magic. He's good. And uh, I recommended Elliot about a month ago for the Manchester Circle of Magicians dinner online Zoom show that I was doing as well and we both had good shows and then we were chatting the other night while we played Call of Duty and he mentioned that he had a virtual show for somebody who lives in Preston which as you know is where I live so I said to him we should do something about this we should do something really amazing that'll blow the audience's minds. And it turned out that on his contact form, when they first got in touch, um, one of the fields is address, but it's really supposed to be where they put the address for where the antenna have the gig. So on virtual shows, it doesn't matter. But this family had not really considered that and they'd still put their full address. So, we know that Elliot's doing a magic show, and we know exactly where these people live. So I drive around there, <laughs> last night, just before the magic show starts, and scout the area, find out that they don't have a ring doorbell, and that, you know, they're all going to be crowded into one room, so that's plenty of, what's it called, <coughs> that's plenty of space and time to do whatever. They've got this kind of lantern on the front of their house that, uh, you know, people have like a little lantern thing at the side of the door sometimes so that when they answer the door, it illuminates the person outside. They have one of those. So I tell Elliot all of this and I get back in the car. And what we've planned to do is he's going to have a card chosen by them. But what happens now is that because you can't get people to sign cards themselves, of course, you ask them loads of different information and you write it on the card so that they know that it's the same card all the way through the show because it's got all this random information on that they chose. So, you know, a date of birth, uh, their name, a random animal that one of the kids chooses, just all sorts of random different stuff. I just uh, finished showing. So Elliot writes this card out for them in front of them on the Zoom show. And I'm watching because He's also got a FaceTime call open on his phone to me. So as he's showing them the card clearly up to the camera, I screenshot it. 
and then immediately take an identical card out of a blue deck of bicycle cards, the Ten of Hearts. Immediately I take the card and then I spend the next five minutes very carefully and painstakingly uh, forging this card in Elliot's handwriting. So every detail about the way. Now it's quite easy on a playing card like the Ten of Hearts because there are a lot of points where you can see like, oh, so the line for the K goes from there to there and the G circles around that bit and all of these different things. You can perfectly copy it. So I did, I literally perfectly copied this playing card exactly as it was for Elliot. And then I went and I put it so that it was tucked in to the lantern at the side of their door. So they open the door and boom, they look at the lantern, it's gonna be there. So Elliot does the show and I'm on FaceTime the whole time chilling. By this time, obviously, I've uh, closed my phone screen down. I'm driving home and I'm just listening to the show on my AirPods. I can just hear him. And then I get back to the house. I go in the house. I unlock my phone again and be still there. He's still halfway through the show. It's great. And I watch the end of the show. And then he asks them, oh, so where do you guys actually live? And they just really casually say, they don't go, oh, well, don't you know? We put it in the email or any of that. They go... Oh, uh, England. He goes, right, where in England? And they go, the north. And he's like, oh, like, you know, Newcastle or something. And they go, oh, no, 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 northwest, Preston. Because, all oh, right, Preston, what motorway is that to get to? And they say the M6. And he goes, right, okay. And so he shows them the card and he says, so I want to send this to you. Um, what's your address? So they tell him the address and he picks up the card and vanishes it instantly. And he goes, right, there you go, it's on the way to you. And they laugh. And he goes, no, no, really, it's on the way now. It's just leaving Scotland, and it's going down the M6, and it's arriving at your house. And they're laughing as if to say, oh, yeah, <laughs> of course. And then he goes, no, really, go look outside. So she's like, what, really? <laughs> so he, he goes, yeah, you want a laptop? And they go, yeah, laptop. He says, pick it up and take it to the door. So they take the laptop to the door, and there's the woman and the guy and the two kids and they open the front door and they're like, uh, I don't see anything. And they start, he goes, start looking around. And then the kid just screams like crazy. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And they look and they see this card sticking on the lantern and they take it and they're just freaking out, like insane freaking out. Because what do they think has happened? You know, Teller says that magic is sometimes spending way more time on a thing than anybody would imagine possible. And so that's effectively what we did. You know, I feel like what's funny about this podcast is it's mainly magician listeners, I know a lot of you, but also it's such a fun thing and I don't think it gives away any secrets because in actuality, all of the stuff that Elliot did in the show, that was real magic, you know, the way that the, the tricks happened and the fact that he vanished the card right in front of them and all of that stuff is amazing. But this extra little mile to go to, to give just these people, sometimes the best magic is about opportunity, and to give just this family, because think about what they're up against. They're not going to assume, like, oh, their first preconception is, well, they wouldn't just do this for us. Like, this must, he must do this at the end of every single show. So how does he do it at the end of every single show? And as soon as you start from that preconception, <clears throat> You're in hot water. There's no way to work that out. So, amazing. We could hear the guy saying as well, like, that Elliot turned off his camera, but he was still in the Zoom call. And you could hear the guy going, well, I mean, it could be printed from a scan 
and it would look the same. It would look like it was printed, but it is definitely the card. And then everyone on the Zoom calls going, did he have your address? And the woman's going, no, I've just looked through our messages and he didn't have the address. But of course it was on the contact form, which she wouldn't see again. So she doesn't even know that she's ever sent the address. And it just was amazing. Even though I wasn't the performer, I was thrilled to just be part of the fact that that happened. And we made, you know, between us, an amazing memory for what seemed like a really, really nice bunch of people. And that's a great thing. So here's what you're going to do today, friends. <laughs> Go out, do something really nice for somebody. Honestly, it'll make you feel good. I'm buzzing from that last night. Brilliant. <laughs> Bye, friends.